radio today. Or not, in case you're listening to it. Any other means without music. Uh, it's the end of year, and I know most of our listeners, and when I say most, I mean 99.9% of our listeners, missed our little live end of year roundup, uh, which went on till three in the morning. <laughs> and it was you who ended up ending it in the end. You were like, I think I'm going to call it, guys, because he's quarter yeah. to three. Yeah, we'd been, yeah, but we'd been, yeah, but we'd been recording since... It's like a good six hours. Yeah, yeah. We started about half eight, nine-ish. Actually, yeah. recorded, but yeah, we were I here got, before I got, that. I got here about half six. Yeah, yeah. We were we were here setting up and waiting for people. Tian turned up late last, and he was the one who was going to be setting up all the live stream because he's got experience in it. We had some tech problems, like with the wrestler, yeah. getting the wrestler on herd and stuff like that. And yeah, it took some time. It was enjoyable, but I know that ninety-nine percent of people missed that just because of the way. It was recorded and we were meant to be doing it on the Twitter and then we had to change last minute to Twitch. And before you guys turned up, I was like testing Rumble, testing YouTube, testing all these things. They all want this like 24 hours of you asking for it before you can finally do it. It's fucking bizarre that they do that. So we ended up with Twitch uh, with about 17 people in total, (laughs) which is tiny. But for a last minute thing, it was good. And we had one who stayed for the entirety of the film. Rosie, Rosie yeah, she stayed yeah. for, the, for the entirety of the stream. God knows which is, why. But cheers, because that was kind of cool to see. The one person was like, yeah. oh, I'm listening to I'm the in. whole fucking lot. I'm, in. I'm, I'm all in. Uh, yeah, so we're doing kind of an end of year roundup, but also at the same time, for those who are listening to the music version of this, we're going to play, be playing a song by our top five bands, according to our Spotify wrapped. Yeah, so we got a load of emails in about topics from the year. Big topics. And I've separated a few of them up because rather than read out individual questions, I've got 10 people asking me about Elon. It's easier to just do them as a question. This is just to show you how crazy this year has been, right, before we start. We've had the Amber Heard trial. Mm-hmm. We have had Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. That was early and that was like start of the year, wasn't it? And we also had the EU classifying David Icke as a stage free terror threat and banning him from Europe for two years. I missed that. Yeah, that happened in like September. Oh, I didn't even hear yeah, about that. Yeah, fucking insane. Like a, a conspiracy guy who talks about lizard men is a terror threat. That like, where the fuck is what is going on in the world? Like, but if you just look at like, like that her trial, if someone had told me that was last year, I'd have gone, oh yeah, maybe. Well, because this there's it been was, so it was much early, shit. It was early on in the year. That was like February, wasn't it? Was it February? Do you know, it might have even been beginning of the summer. I don't even. I don't. Even, it was so. I remember fun. following it. Like I remember. I remember catching like. Bits, and bits here and there, and yeah. The important bits that, that people were kind of reviewing and stuff like that. But yeah, I can't remember what month it was in. Yeah, because we've had a vicious fucking news cycle this last few years with COVID and stuff. But this year in particular, like every two or three days, there's a big thing that everyone's in uproar well, about it, at the moment. It, it's, it's, it's gone from, yeah, oh my God, everybody hide inside, wear masks, don't, go, don't visit people, to now we're out and about again. And now the government's out to fuck everybody. It seems that way. They don't want us out and about, is what it looks like. Yeah. And look, I think the proof is in the pudding. I had to call someone out on Twitter about it the other day. They were talking about they had 508 deaths this week of COVID in the UK, this guy's tweet, and some statistic. And I was like, that seems fucking high. All of a sudden, they've got they've got 7,000 cases or something, and then 500 deaths. I was like, 500 out of 7,000 is quite a high, yeah, percent- high percentage. Now, yeah, after everything. Yeah, and, and what, everything, you know, immunity, people have had it a few times, people just get used to it, your body gets used times. to it. Yeah, I've had it a few times. I noticed, though, I look, I just looked at this tweet, and I was like, something seems off about it. Right. And then at the top, it said those deaths, right, verbatim underneath it, 
are people that have died within 28 days of a positive test of covid i was like that's not a that's not true that then they're not dying of covid no because based on the government's own stats and everything you would have been rid of covid by then yeah but but yeah and it's just that if they've died any time at any time of anything within those 28 days they're going on this list and i called the guy out for it and he didn't reply he blocked me and loads of other people <laughs> loads of other people just dogpiled him and were like this is bullshit like you've just come in here to spread fear again against people and it's yeah. like but that's an official government stat that these 500 people have died they don't, they don't, expect, they don't expect you to read the small print they no. just expect you to see 500 people dead from covid out of 7,000 cases they don't expect you to go we had it but he got hit by a car. Yeah, <laughs> he got hit by a car, but he had COVID earlier in the week, so maybe that's what killed him. With being a definite conspiracy theorist, one hundred percent, I think they've been doing that with these numbers all along. There was rumours about that very early on yeah, that they I've... were over exaggerated, like because I, because no one was able to go see family and you weren't allowed to be around people and stuff like that. It was literally anybody that died in hospital. Literally, most of them were getting classed as COVID-related deaths. Because they tested because they, positive. Because, because they, they were either tested positive for it, or they couldn't actually perform their, the autopsy to find it. So they just went, lock it down, it's COVID. Yeah. Add to the numbers, make it look more make it look more drastic. And drastic. There, there was a famous case, it was just kind of heartbreaking, this woman. They fucking, all the news had had this picture of this fucking six-year-old boy who died of COVID, right? All over it. it was This, this is in 2020, yeah. when it was all kicking off. And the mum took to her Instagram to say, I can't. No one's asking me for a conversation. No one wants to ask me about my son. He said, she was like, my son had died stage four cancer. He was in hospital. We were told he had three days to live. And then he tested positive of COVID. And we had to fight to make sure we were allowed to be with him on the day he died. Because we knew he was going to die. And they let them in to be with him. And then the newspaper's like, six-year-old dies of COVID. No, no, he no, didn't. No, he fucking didn't. He just unfortunately got it the day he died yeah and it was just insane that that's like the situation that went on and when i saw it i was like that's evil like that is was it the cancer evil. or was it the COVID? was it the cancer well i don't think it was the cancer i know a week it? ago we said he won't be here this time next week but yeah <laughs> but he got covid so yeah we're gonna class it as covid but then the other thing as well is if you were in there with a fucking heart condition or a lung condition and you're on your way out and you get covid and covid just pushes you over the head is, is that really a covid death or is that still it's just fucking making it worse to get you over the over the hill a bit quicker i think so yeah and, and i wonder how much of that is uh what has been going on all the time i also saw another thing today it's an email that someone had shared that they had received another podcaster mm. uh, i can't remember if it was high side chats on macroaggressions both great podcasts yeah. and it was like this guy's mom had died of covid and she'd been fully vaccinated and boosted and all that. Still died of COVID. Yeah, yeah. And they, he saw a friend and they were like, oh, was your mum vaccinated against COVID? And he went, yeah. He didn't go into detail. He went, yeah. And he went, well, at least she didn't suffer as much. And he was like, that's how mental everyone is with it. They think that the vaccine is somehow... But like she she actually died of COVID. Yeah, right? but because she had the vaccination, it, it wasn't, wasn't bad as bad. COVID. Yeah, it's and it's sort of like, what the fuck is going on? And <laughs> it's but you think it's been three years of fear, and the ordinary person who's not going online and looking stuff up themselves or doing what I did with that message and data and going, yeah. hang on, they're fucking lying. That's it. bullshit. Yeah, that's bullshit. Without without doing that, the everyday person is still. I still see people walking around in masks. Not as much, but every now and then, like one or two people, just see them in masks. We were, me and the missus were in Marks and Spencers yesterday. All the cashiers wear masks. Yeah. All the staff wear masks. And I looked, you looked at, I looked at missus like, something, no, something yeah. happened. I don't know about. Have we, have we had like a massive outbreak because they've stopped recording numbers. They stopped recording numbers earlier in the year. And I mean, I, 
from what I, from the majority of people I know, no one's even tested. I I haven't tested since September, and before that, I haven't tested since I got it. In, I haven't I got tested it, since I got it in April. Last. I got it in April, and I haven't tested since then. Really, it almost feels not worth it, and that is kind of where we're at. But a lot of people don't see it that way. Still, a lot of people are still gripped yeah. by that fear, and to me, it feels mental that three years later we're still fucking talking about it. But yeah, so like there, there's been things that have been plaguing the headlines all year one of the things that the thing that's pissed me off the most actually is how they've treated the nurses and, yeah and the and the uh and the train and the train workers and stuff like that with them going on strike around like, around the past month they've all gone on strike because they're being severely underpaid and you've got this fucking rat of a prime minister and at the minute who's worth 700 million pounds who's like i think they're getting paid what yeah. they're worth his wife's a fucking billionaire and he's he is you know klaus schwab's puppet number two Sitting on Daddy's lap at Christmas, you know, pulling on Santa's knob yeah, instead of his beard. Yeah, and him yeah. and Justin Trudeau are like yeah. Klaus Schwab's little boys, right? They're his sons almost. It's fucking disgraceful. Yeah. And you know what he's doing? Everything this cunt does is uh, linked back to them. I don't know if you saw the footage of Rishi Sunak at the homeless shelter just before Christmas. No. So he went to the homeless shelter, obviously for a photo op to serve food and all oh. that. There's no way he worked the whole fucking Fuck day. Fuck off, did he? He's he talk- pulled a couple, got the photos, said, yeah, you know, because I'm a caring prime minister or whatever, and then he fucked off straight out exactly. of there. So Goodbye, t- peasants. So he's talking to this homeless guy, and a lot of people saying he didn't realise the guy was homeless, but you can fucking tell the guy's homeless, right? And he says to him, yeah, well, you know, job opportunities have changed in the country because uh, London always used to be the centre for finance, but we're now finding that with work from home and offices opening in, areas outside of london that it's creating job opportunities and the guy goes yeah yeah i suppose i suppose that has made a change it's like you're talking to a guy who doesn't have a home about working from home yeah. first up yeah and then he says is that something you would like to do and he said well i mean yeah i'd love to work in finance but at the moment i'm worrying about where i'm sleeping tonight and he goes oh yeah 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 i suppose he said what about christmas you got any plans and it's like what are you fucking doing it's so delusional and the guy goes making sure i get a meal is yeah. my plan. Like, yeah, making sure I don't freeze to death on the streets, yeah. you prick. And he just sort of smiles and he's like, oh, nice to meet you. And it's like, what? Where Where the fuck are we? Like, what bizarro world are we in? Black Mirror. It is. It is fucking Black it's, Mirror. It's so much like that. that it's, it's fucking disgraceful. To me, it's like some of the worst shit. You want to laugh at it, yeah. but you know how fucking deeply disturbing it is that this guy's so out of touch with reality of the situation of a homeless person. And I make no minds. Me and you aren't homeless. So we don't know that reality. But both of us have to go to work. Both of us know that sometimes you can't have your electricity on if the bill goes up, whatever. And we've been lucky in Guernsey that hasn't happened. Yeah. But both of us have had to struggle, had to work, had to do shit. These cunts have never, never, ever gone a day without food. Never, ever gone a fucking night where they, they're worrying about Trust their me, bills his, or his, anything. His electrical bill always gets paid without always. question. It doesn't matter how much they turn his bill up, it's getting paid. Yeah. That's the fucking problem. So, yeah, we got a lot to talk about on this radio show, but we do have our top five artists of the year. So I'm going to let you go first. Are we going to work our way up? Or yeah, work our way we'll up. Work our way up. It's actually, quite, it's actually quite convenient to what we were just talking about. Actually. Is it? Okay, yeah. yeah. So band number five for me this year is a band i actually started getting into this year a band called polyphia okay yeah i've been heard around, of them yeah been around for a little while but they knew that they released a song called playing god earlier in the year and they've slowly released singles through the year so new album came out a couple of weeks ago this the track i've picked for this one it's the last track in the album and it features the legendary steve vi 
okay. yeah. on it. And <laughs> conveniently, the song is called Ego Death. Yeah, I like that. It's good. It's uh, video gamey to me. And, uh, but I like music that conjures up imagery in my head. You know, not every not everything does that, but I do enjoy, especially when I'm writing. I like stuff that I can throw on in the background and just takes me somewhere else, so I can do what I'm doing. And often, stuff without lyrics is best for that, or lyrics in another language that I don't understand. Yeah, because well. it's not distracting you. Yeah, I like that because that, that one especially is just, it gets it builds in like just like it gets more epic as it goes on. Yeah. And like when you think all of that is majority of that's played on guitar, all the slapping and everything's on guitar, and yeah, it's just fucking. It's it it, it I th- I can understand for some people that would be a bit busy, for how like technical it is. Yeah, you know, there's a. I know I quite like that technical sound to music. I think there's some really really good bands that do that. Uh, I think uh, yeah, between the buried and me, mm. they have a lot oh. of technical stuff in their jazz influences, all sorts yeah, of yeah. really, really fucking good stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I like that. It's good. Um, so, be no surprise to anyone that our top subject people sent in was Elon Musk, Mr. Musk, and it was like every time something new happened, three or four emails would come in about Elon Musk. Yeah, the there was a question that Gwen sent in, who's like an avid listener of ours, that said, "Do you think he is a good guy?" or not and I thought that's a good way of centering around talking about his stuff with Twitter because to me I think Elon Musk is very very much on the spectrum oh yeah but he has Those rich people are unlike a lot of rich people where there's lots of ego and I'm not saying he hasn't got an ego he definitely does yeah well there's ego or like it's something like two percent of people in the world are psychopaths and out of that two percent most of them are CEOs so they don't murder anyone because they fucking butcher people a different way. Yeah, they, they, um, they don't kill people physically. I think he hasn't got that. I think what he has instead is the autism or the something on the spectrum instead of that psychopathic tendencies. Some of his some of his plans and ideas I severely disagree with. Well, some of them are in, just in terms, over the top. In terms of his like his robotics programs and planting a chip in everybody and all this sort of shit whether he's actually pl- uh, whether that's just him chatting or he's actually kind of working on they've that got a working stuff. model for neural link but what he wants to use no, it thanks. for the problem will be a night city it's, it's it's pandora's box he's got pandora's box in his hands to him he knows that he can put this link in your head and you are someone who has lost the ability to walk will be able to walk again the same way you could before because the brain signals will go straight to those new legs you've had put in yeah. and they will operate naturally. That is interesting. But it's everything else that comes along with exactly. it is the problem. It's not just it's not just gonna be a chip that allows you to walk again. It's gonna be there's there's gonna be people that shouldn't be trusted like the government. <laughs> with access to those chips. Yeah. Now they could fucking you know, they could do whatever what else is that implanting suggestions in your head, all that sort of shit, and I don't trust that crap. Yeah, it's advertisers and shit, just fucking coke adverts popping up and all that shit <laughs> like in um in uh, ready player one yeah. they want to buy the company and they want to put ads it's like yeah this is how many ads we can fit without inducing seizures it will, it'll be like that especially because not only will it be limb damage um some of the tests they've done would be able to get coma patients to be able to communicate while in their coma 
Like, there's lots of applications this fucking thing can do. So while there'll be a vegetable in a fucking bed, but they might just sit there and go, I want to die. Once of it. Like, <laughs> just fucking just get kill me. me. Out of here. Or they might go, oh, wow, you mean I can use this chip and this chip can operate a fucking robot body like in surrogates and I can live through that. Yeah. And they might say, yeah, I'll stay, I'll stay alive or whatever. You don't know what that coma patient is going to do. So I do think is a force for good. Um, this all around the world internet that he's launching, which will basically be a free internet, Starlink, that is going to be the fastest internet for free. And he ain't going to charge anyone for it. That's not bad. It's a force for good. Give me that. Uh, but there is, yeah, unfortunately with every good application, no matter what it is, your mobile phone connected the entire world, the iPhone, when they created smartphones and then smartphones took off. Took out the middleman. People in Africa could now have their business. They own their farm. They always had to have a fucking cunt they had to go to to do all the work so they could connect with a supplier. The minute they got a phone, they do it themselves. Then Now they're saving money and they can invest in their business and not getting ripped off. All these great, wonderful things that came from it, but also came TikTok addiction. Only fans. Social, just social, social media, media in general. Addiction. Yeah, yeah. Um, video games with fucking microtransactions on your phone. So much shit came along with it that... You have to go, like the mobile phone, was it a force for good or a force for bad? Well, it's kind of, the judge is still out on that. The scales haven't set yet because we don't know where this ends, where it ends. But yeah. mostly it's a force for good. But there's still that dirty underbelly. And I, I, that's how I feel answering the question if he's a source for good or not. Elon, I think he is, but... You're going to get the other things, no matter what you do, you're always going to get those sort of things. That, that things that, That's always going to exist. I also think he's very misunderstood. Because he's a troll. Oh yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. He loves meme culture. He he, you know, it's his favorite fucking movies. All these like fucking airplane and like he's a troll. He's just a. Who was it that brought Elon on stage? Dave Chappelle. That's right. And he got booed out. He got booed. He got booed by about six people. The Is media it? made it sound like he was mass booed. It was like a group of people that booed him. And then he and then Chappelle said something like that. Do you boo everyone who's richer than you, or just one? Like just a white man said something like that, and they were like, "Oh, Chappelle's tone deaf and stuff like that." Dave Chappelle is one of the funniest. Yeah, fucking they fucking tried coming out. Was it last year? Was it this year? They tried coming after him for the trans thing. But then when you actually watch the watch the clip that people are going off about, fully, it's it's a it's very it's a very heartbreaking it's a, a heart woman and a heartbreaking story in one go. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so he Elon has been number one. And, you know, to do episodes on Elon with what's been going on with Twitter, we'd have to do an episode every fucking day because there's something new. The Twitter files, all this shit that's come out about <laughs> spying on their own people. Twitter files. Fucking government paying $2 million <laughs> to suppress articles that slag off Joe Biden. Ugh. The fucking FBI going in there and deleting people's shit. And yeah. it's fucking horrible. The COVID stuff that come out this week with the Twitter files is fucking d- disgraceful. They had... Doctor, Professor So-and-so of Harvard University did a study on, like, spreadability of COVID and about masks and how well they work. Released the official study done by his university and Twitter banned him and deleted it because it didn't go with the official government narrative and they said, get rid of that, and they got rid of it. And that's just one. They did it for thousands of people, professors, doctors, just people that said Fauci might not know what he's talking about or, you know, the guy... How dare you question the government? And, And... and that was just this week alone. There's just so much of it. And the thing that this week's one with that drop about COVID, it said in the emails, we are having a call with you, we're having a call with Zuckerberg, we're having a call with Google, 
So the, for the first time in the Twitter files, they're naming they're doing this with other fucking social media people because it was in the email. Well, as you know, that's been going on, all of it. It's been going on with all of them. Yeah. When when Zuckerberg was on Joe Rogan, which was this year, he said, oh, well, when the Hunter Biden laptop story came out, the FBI did contact us and say it was fake Russian story. So we suppressed it. So even he this year has said that they've worked with the FBI and turns out everything on that laptop was real. There was all the emails back and forth with Ukrainian oil companies and business companies about, mm, yeah, well, about we'll that. get you in with my, we'll, I'll introduce you to the big guy and then you'll pay me this and then 10% goes to the big guy. Who was the big guy? Yeah, but the thing is, Joe, Biden, Joe Biden's not even going to fucking remember the conversation after they've no, had it. No, of course he's not. But, you know, Joe Biden gets his kickbacks and that's what's going to happen. And But all this shit should have been public knowledge, especially to Yanks, when they're trying to vote for who they want as their next president. And they got rid no, of all because, of them. Because the government needed Biden to be in because Trump was a, was a loose cannon. Yeah, they couldn't control Trump. They needed someone they... Biden's the perfect puppet for. Yeah. Like uh, W, George W. Bush, perfect pu- puppet. Obama, perfect puppet because he wanted to be the man that was there, get taking orders and, you know, smiling for the camera. Obama wanted to be in that position. You know, W was a fucking moron. Mm-hmm. They, it's easy to control a moron, but it's probably easier to control a guy who wants to be there. Yeah. You know, who, who wants the success and the name value of being the president. Obama was one of them. Well, yeah, but Trump was one of them as well. He, wanted, he was, he, want, he wanted the fame that came with it. He didn't want them telling him what to do, even. No. That he wanted to do it his own way, which is the difference. And I, there were still people that were definitely telling Trump what to do. Israel would definitely, don't you fucking say a word about us. And all, you know that was definitely on the cards. Yeah. But Biden was the option that made the most sense to these powerful shadow people that don't want to be named yeah disgusting fucking way of running the government we've anyone who come on a corrupt government really i don't believe it (laughs) but anyone who thinks that we're not as bad in the uk or in europe are are mental we are yeah it's it's just a different type of it's a different way they go around things a different way yeah um as we mentioned briefly with our current prime minister rishi sunak he has been involved with the world economic forum for years Mm -hmm. Like yeah. they have been waiting their time to get him in there. Millions off of COVID, off of like the PPE involvement with COVID and stuff like that. He made fucking millions off of it. He did, yeah. So I guess it's time to play your number five. My number five. Um, I'm trying to think what one to play. Actually, I had two written down, but I'm just gonna. I, I've definitely played this before, but I like it. I think it sums up my current mood in a way. Okay. So this is Public Image by Public Image Limited, which is John Lydon's band after... The oh, you have, I think you have played this one. I have yeah, definitely I've played it before, before, but it's a great track. And yeah. I, 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 lyrically, it gels with me in a way that not a lot of songs do. So yeah, so that was my number fifth band of the year number fifth number five <laughs> fifth fifth just fifth that's that's my, fifth. That was my fifth most listened to band this year yeah i like that i like that a lot yeah that's really cool that's it it's got it's got like that yeah that 70s early cure yeah vibe for me with their tinge of punk and yeah. i like rotten's voice i like his voice that's actually i like that i like that style more than i like to sex pistol style because it's like he's actually kind of singing more than he is more is more melodic than he is with pistols where he's just kind of shouty so in his story he went and learned to sing while he was still in the sex pistols 
So that because he has this strange way of speaking, where he like and now rolls his tongue Quite and harsh. does all that. Yeah, very well spoken, especially for a geezer who came off a council estate. Yes, but he has this way of speaking, and he wanted he went to learn how he could use that in his music. And right. because obviously Sex Pistols had one album, yeah. and that's it. And then they did the tour of the US and broke up. And I mean, that's basically the fucking end of them, right? A, a, a year of, of time. And it caused so much controversy. A band from the BBC, banned from the radio. How, but dare, how dare you be aggressive towards the That We never got to hear what his voice had turned into. Yeah. We, just ne- we never got to hear it at all. But they didn't get paid fuck all for the Sex Pistols. They got ripped off. And a lot of that song is about being ripped off. Yeah. I, I'm not going to be treated as property. I'm not the same as when I began. Like, yeah. All these lyrics in it. But to me, they speak, especially of the current time we are in there's an energy to that song that i think is needed in today's culture that we don't have a lot more people are getting pissed off with how much shit's being forced down their throats very pissed off i mean i looked at stuff today about that witcher fucking show that they've just dropped i heard it's so poorly rated i'm not even i'm not not even interested in what i saw the thing on netflix you know when it plays in the background yeah i saw that and went jesus fucking christ and i saw an article written by a, a polish um he wasn't in Polish, just another Slavic country. Yeah. And a um, writer, and he said, we've never been represented as a nation, as a people, Slavs. We have never been represented in Hollywood. We've never been res- represented in anything. But when... The mythological creatures have. In some degree. But they're always mixed in with European medievalism, which yeah, is completely... Right. They, they yeah. never had medieval English... People, law people know who baba yaga is but that's pretty much the extent of it when they realize some of the stories yeah, the, really the slavic and baltic nations had their own shit yeah right their mythology is amazing they're, they're, they're their own stuff their own culture it's never been presented so when the the books have always spoke to the polish people and to the slavic people they they it, to them that's their lord of the rings the witcher oh, series right it's on I, it, for me the witcher series is on par with it it's, i would it's, say it's so as well epic. it's great it's great but to them, it's spiritual almost, right? Yeah. It's, it's their thing. So when the games came out and they do the world justice, yeah. they you know, and they were made by their own people, exactly. CDPR, yeah. own people, they were overjoyed with what had been presented. As they should be. They've hated this Netflix stuff don't since bl- I don't blame episode one. I've kind of hated it as well. I've enjoyed seeing one episode like with Jack Three Doors and stuff like that, you know, with the Golden Dragon. And yeah, like the that. little bits of uh, glimpses cause, cause of it. They're in the books, and I recognise like, as soon as he as soon as he came on when that when that episode came on, I think it was season one, which is too early in the books, but it came on. I know. I literally looked at my missus. Like, I know exactly who that character is because of how he's presented the entourage and everything. I know yeah. exactly who that guy is, and I was like, this is awesome. Then you get the other shit that they're just kind of making, ex- adding extra unnecessary yeah. crap into it. I got a couple of episodes into season one and stopped. And it was when they were doing all the flashback stuff, they'd done it so disjointed as well. It did, to, it, yeah, it confused a lot of people. It didn't make sense. I was like, I got it. Because it, it, you knew where it was set. Yes. But it, to, to me, I was like, this is really breaking up the rhythm of this fucking show. Like, really breaking the it problem up. Is, the problem is, what they did is because they wanted to incorporate all the characters in it straight away. Without building them up, you needed. They wanted you to. They wanted Siri in it straight away. That's not how it works. No. If you follow the books, Siri comes in. She she get like he meets he meets her parents first. Gets the um the reward of um the law of surprise. That's it. So yeah, he gets that, and then that's all there is in that first book. Yeah. Then it jumps to the second book, and it's not until the end that you start hearing about this stuff with in Sintra and. Then Siri, and then he finds her at the end of it. And that's kind of the start of the big arc of it. That leads it, in. it takes so long to get there. But I would have been fine if they had just done 
the first, I think it's a, either the first book or the first two books are the short stories. Yes. I would have been fine with each episode being one of them short stories. So the being, Destiny and the, and that, and the Last Wish. Why, great. Especially with Last Wish because that's a great way to set up the end of a season. Well, and that's also the introduction of Yennefer and exactly. stuff like that. And it's like you didn't need to have... I mean, it was, it was interesting to have a, a take on Yennefer's backstory because it's it's so loosely... You know, there's hints because she doesn't like in the character, the character stuff doesn't like talking about it because yeah. it's traumatic for her. So it's 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 glanced over. So it's good. It's good to get like the a bit of fleshed out narrative for her backstory and stuff like but that. But it's also part of her charm is to have that mystery. Yes. Like that's the thing, and like, and some of the casting choices, a lot of people hated the Yennefer casting choice. I thought she acted the role part, but I kept seeing not the video game character, the fucking description of her in the book. And I was just like, this doesn't work. And then Triss is just fucking awful casting. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it, and this is, again, it, it's, it's, it's Netflix and how society has to be. You have to have this multiple diverse cast of characters. And then you look at these descriptions of people in the books and you're like, well, no offense, love, but you're black and... These, all these characters yeah. are white but that was but that was the argument this writer was making was but we've never been represented as Slavic people in anything and he's right so you want to be diverse there's your diversity a group of people that are kind of looked down on in parts of Europe yes. who are fucking Slavs and you know they are a lot of them call themselves Baltic even though they're Slavic and not Baltic because they don't want to be or they'll say they're Russian or so they don't want to be burdened with being called a Slav. Yeah. And, you know, the fucking squatting Slavs in tracksuits shit. They don't want to be called that. Yeah, yeah. So they kind of like try their best to sort of get out of it. They've been persecuted as gypsies and stuff as well yeah, throughout yeah. time. Yeah. Fucking Adolf Hitler hated the cunts, right? Slavs. He hated them. So you, you sort of look at it and think, yeah, they've never been represented, but you've made them all black or what? You just sort of like, there's no need, there's no need for that. Ruined the characters in a way me the way they did that was just some of the, it's not even the black characters it's just how some of the characters are portrayed by, the, by the actors they've cho- chosen i was like like the girl again the girl playing triss is like you are not triss no and you're awful i mean i don't know if she's good in anything else i don't think i've seen her in anything this just doesn't and she triss is sexy yes and she's a she's temptress spo- she's supposed to be luring garrett away from yeah Jennifer. that's the exact. point even though they're friends she wants garrett yeah and obviously they fucking ruined all, they just ruined all of that yeah. from what I saw um, which leads me to one of the questions we got loads of questions about Henry Cavill leaving The Witcher loads and then the stuff that happened with him with DC straight afterwards he left for, his, for, the, for the reasons he stipulated when he joined use the source material stop making up your own shit use the source material and the writers just went yeah but it's shit I was like no your shit your shit how dare you say this is shit and to me I, I've I even though he is not even though he's from Jersey, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stick up for him because that leak, I don't know if you read the thing that they said about him. Oh yeah, He's addicted is. to video games yeah. and it's like, no, in his spare time offset, he liked to play fucking video games. Yeah. Playing like Warhammer or something, right? Yeah. Um, and that he was rude to women on set, right? But And what, he cost them money by holding up production and stuff like yeah. that and making his own changes so against what, the showrunner. What, what cost you money is putting the shit script together that your main star is going, this is needs changing. Um, and then it came out that the Roach scene with Roach dying, they'd given him the script and it was all jokes about his horse dying. And he said, fuck off. And then when he got on there, he ad-libbed the scene. Yeah. 
because they wouldn't change it. And he was like, fuck it, I'm not doing it. He did something else. And then everyone's like, it was like the best part of the whole fucking show. was this make jokes about Roach dying? Geralt loves fucking Roach. loves his horses. Yeah. And then in interviews, he said it multiple times. He was like, they're, they're, that character is not making a stupid joke about this. No. And he said, and I, I went and sat in my trailer and I thought about what this would mean to him. And I came back and delivered this this scene. And it's like, well, yeah, because the weird thing with it is they like to use these things. He hates women. No. No, he doesn't. Unfortunately for him, most of the people working on that show were women. Yeah. In the writer's room and stuff. So he's butting heads with them. They said he made friends with a gamer buddy on the writing team. Oh, that's right. The guy quit to be the head writer of X-Men 97 for Marvel, for the cartoon. Good gig. Take it. Exactly. And even all the stuff that's coming out about that, he's telling people, we're sticking to the canon. Fuck off. We're sticking to what was set up in the original cartoon. I'm not adding all this. Don't change it. Yeah. So, based, good. I'm glad that writer is fucking working yeah. on this Marvel project now. Them saying that he, he would butt heads with people that were above him. Well, he's the fucking selling point of the show. Yeah. Chicks love the cunt. Yeah. You know? And then people were going on about, oh, he dated a 19-year-old for three months when he was 33. That's pedo bait. You're the same cunts who want drag queens in school reading to kids. So, let's, let's, let's not go that route, right? And you go, they go, oh, it's a power thing. And it's like, you've got this geezer who looks like he's a fucking Greek god chiseled out of stone. He played a Greek demigod. Yeah, he did, yeah. And he was even in that fucking Rome series back in the day as well. Or one of them, yeah, or Tudors or one of those he was right. in. I look at Henry Cavill and I know why women want to fuck him. And it ain't nothing to do with him having power over him. No. If it is power, it's his power of him bending them over. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, it's just bizarre that that's the way they went. So... I've got another topic here before we go to the next song, which I'm just going to bring it up now because it was I dealt with it on the radio show before. Probably for people this side of the world, the biggest story of the year, which was the death of Her Majesty Queen Her Elizabeth Majesty. II. A lot of people just want to know our thoughts on it as British people. Uh, I said my piece, and again, I'm not a royalist. I've never been into the royal family, but... Watching the Queen die was like saying goodbye to something we've always known. Mm-hmm. And that is the that was my big issue with it. It's like, Charles ain't going to be the same. This ain't, I mean, he's another one, a wet fucking puppet who loves fucking Klaus Schwab. Yeah. Things, that old world we grew up with has gone and she's kind of the final, final yeah, nail yeah. in the coffin to me. That That's my take on the Queen dying. I think it, when, it, when she initially died and you had all these people online taking the piss... And you had all these fucking, like, uneducated idiots saying, oh, you know, are they going to give the crown jewels back to the countries they stole from and all this sort of crap? It, it It's depressing in that aspect that people feel the need to, like, beat someone when they're down. You know, the woman was dead. Yeah. It's not just the case, you know, the, the country, like our country and a load of other countries that, Class yeah, like, like Guernsey's crown dependency, Canada, you know, all yeah. that sort of stuff. You know, they lost a monarch, and then you had a family who lost a grandmother, a mother. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's it's a horrible, it's a horrible, horrible thing. And we've all, we well, we've both been through the death of a grandmother. And yeah, like it's that. not it's, nice at all. No, it's horrible. The country's never going to be the same now. And now you got Charlie on the throne. Now I don't know how that's going to go. Really, he gets coronated in June next year. Yeah, at least we get a day off. <laughs> yeah. And, he, and the other thing is, like, obviously what's happened since with fucking old Ging and his American missus, fucking... I mean, that almost just... seems planned, that they were waiting for her to die before that would come out. 
Because because well, the fucking trash that they put out would kill her anyway. I've only seen bits of it. I'm, I, will, I will not watch that fucking show. Yeah, I'll never watch it. I do think they might be taking stuff out of context. Because I saw the clip where she was talking about, oh, I've got to curtsy and all that, right? And I didn't know I had to curtsy. I don't know the context, if that's a bit or not. Is she trying to be funny? Like I don't. He didn't look amused. He didn't, but was she trying to be funny? Because it's... It, she it, was her, laughing. She was... That's what I mean. I don't think she was... She Because all the answers were going... You met the fucking queen. Didn't realise you had to curtsy, you dumb cunt. Like that, yeah. was, and I was like, "But is she telling the truth, or is that a joke? Is she trying to be funny? It's not funny, but was she trying to be?" It's also just like the clips that old Piers Morgan threw out when he was like, "Yeah, this was this was at this thing. They were not even there. This was at Harry Potter. This was <laughs> this was the paparazzi chasing Taylor Swift. All of these images had nothing to do with them whatsoever." But yeah, they, they lied and puffed it up and stuff. And it's the, it's just the fact that they left that they, they, they his his whole bit was. I want to get away from the family because I need. Yeah, you know, I want to live in. I want to live in privacy and solitude and all this sort of stuff. So and we what, go what, on Oprah. We go and do this. We sell our wedding the, photos. We exactly. They've done everything but be solitary. They're full of shit. And I think it's just it's just kind of made a mockery of what she had. It had, does had, had installed in 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 the people. What what I think of with the Queen, my big final thought was. You didn't really know her opinion on stuff. She wasn't allowed to have one. She wasn't allowed to... She had to to stay neutral. You know all these cunts' opinion on everything, the rest of them. You know his opinion on it. You know fucking Andrew's Nancy opinion on it. You know what William thinks. You know what fucking Harry thinks. She had to stay neutral. She kept her gob shut. Even when people... Unless it was to give encouragement. Like, I know when Brexit went through, her speech was sort of like, now it's time to come together. What's done is done. She's not going to sit there and go, I fucking hate it. You idiots voted for it. Or or I'm glad. She's not going to say that. Because her opinion would dramatically sway. And she knew the power that held. Yeah. We think whenever the woman was on TV or she was with an official, you know, the only time she was ever really allowed to be herself is when no one else was around. Every other every other time you saw her, she was playing the role of the queen. She had, she was at work. Yeah. Every single time you saw her, anybody saw her, she was playing. She was there was a work. dignity there that not many people ever have. Well, she was that was brought that was installed to her by her father when she, when he was when he found out he was dying and he and she would have to take over. And she wouldn't. She never really wanted it. No, the yeah, that's whole, the other story. She never really wanted. She her, liked her what she was didn't doing. Want her father didn't want it. What she wanted to do was some fucking like, horse racing and all that. That's, yeah. and, and hunting and that's what she was into. Well, she, she liked going hunting and she shouldn't have been queen technically. Like no. her dad shouldn't have been king. It was never meant to happen. Yeah, yeah the abdication and all, all that. She was never prepared for it, and then took it after her fucking dad died. And I think for the most part did what is right in terms of her presentation to the country. I think that's what we're missing, and. Sometimes you need a figurehead that you can put on the top of a cake, Time you know? Time will tell how Charles is going to be. So, Scott, your next song, mate. Next song is a band that was number one for me uh, a couple of years ago. And then I kind of stopped listening to them because, you know, you kind of wear it out a little bit. And they've made a comeback for me this year. A band called Paris. Yeah, a bit different from what you what you would have heard from my uh, from my number five. But it's, uh, it's, a, I, I had a, it's just a hard one for me to pick. Because they've got three cracking albums, so it's kind of a hard yeah, one to, yeah. to knit. It's like, what song do I put? But this one actually kind of fitting to what we just talked about, because I think this song is about the lead singer losing her grandmother. Okay. So that's quite quite fitting. So yeah, this is Paris with the song Nola One. Yeah, I like that. It's kind of relaxed. 
Yeah, man. A lot, of the, a lot of their stuff is like that. Like they got three cracking albums. Like you're worth checking out. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I listen to a lot of stuff like that. To be honest, that kind of sound. Yeah. Um, especially when I'm traveling and shit. I just want something easy. I don't. I spe- in the morning when I don't want to have my fucking ears blasted out. You know, <laughs> a bit different in the summer though. I notice if I wake up in the summer and I go to work, I don't mind fucking just going for it. Yeah, yeah. In the winter, I like just a bit more chilled. And then later in the afternoon, it will go up a bit. And then in the evening, it will chill out a bit. That's kind of how my listenership goes. Um, no, I like that. I'll be checking out more of that, actually. Yeah, man. That's from their first, second album. So this is the biggest topic of the year that we only had a couple of uh, questions about. And I don't really want to dwell on it too long. I think we'll just not skip past it, but Glad talk about in right. in a peripheral, which is uh, Russia invading the Ukraine. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's such a nuanced topic. Yeah, that no opinion is going to be considered the right opinion. It doesn't mean you shouldn't give your opinion, but I was reading very recently about Boris Johnson, so he was still Prime Minister. He was indeed. And Joe Biden went to meet Zelensky. This is probably near the start or a couple of months in yeah. to the invasion. And Russia had reached out to get a deal on the table. When you see Zelensky, see us, we'll, we'll try and get us all in a room. Biden, everyone, will fucking sort something I'll have a out. chat, yeah. And when Biden and fucking Johnson saw Zelensky, they just promised them a load of money and didn't even contemplate this, can we not have a fucking war? They didn't even, it didn't even crop up. In, in their mind, no, Putin's bad, Russia's bad. Fuck them, we're not even going to have it. The invading country is always considered the bad guy, regardless. It is, yeah, but... You know, they shouldn't be, technically, they shouldn't be invading another country. I mean, the UK has sent something like three to four billion to Ukraine. Jesus. And America has sent like 68 billion. Fucking hell. And have just said they're going to send a load more, another 50, 60 billion to fund it all. And it's, I look at the cost, right? I look at the way this war has uh, has changed people's lives for the worse mm-hmm. across the globe with oil and with energy cost crisis going up. Yeah. I think even if we all sit there in agreement and go Russia's bad, I still think they should have tried to fucking influence a sit down and a parlay between yeah. the two and try and get a peace deal worked out. Do you think that's whether what that Putin meant was the, going for? I think he just wanted his Donbass region back. The region right, where yeah. they're, all, they're all Russian nationals. Yeah, yeah, they all speak Russian yeah, anyway. They all speak yeah. Russian. They all class themselves as Russian. If they could have a vote, they would vote out yeah. of Ukraine. And just change the borderline. Yeah, and then also there's been a lot of weird stuff coming out of Ukraine of all their fucking, many of their forces walking around with Nazi symbolism all over their fucking clothes. Lovely. And, you know, them black sons with the red dot in the middle and all that. And they, and there's a lot of neo-Nazis in that region who yeah, are fighting we've as... Talk, we've talked about that before. And you just look at it and go, they're not really the good guys either. Like, I feel sorry for the people of Ukraine. Oh, God, yeah. It's fucking dis- disgusting. But there is a corruption element there. There is a dark element there. There's something on the line that obviously we don't know the full extent about that's happening behind yeah. the, behind closed doors. And and I think Zelensky's rise to power is a very weird one. They call him a comedian. He was wasn't he, a comedian. Was he an actor? He's an actor. He played a comedian on a TV show where the comedian ended up becoming the president of the country. Oh. So he played a comedian. Life. Life very life. much so. And, and apparently he'd done so well with it that people just believed that he'd fucking, I don't know, it's weird. And obviously they'd had a military coup there in 2014 or whatever. Right. So trust with the government was at an all-time low and this guy could almost like a Trump. The guy who shouldn't be there gets there and they all sort of like him and they built they this cult behind him. personality behind him. Yeah. That when Putin invades, they're like, let's get behind him. It was weird to see the rest of the world do the same with him yeah. and hold him up as this sort of like man of the year and all that. 
very fucking weird. I would rather find a peaceful solution than our countries keep sending money over there. Yeah, I don't agree with it. Especially now that Russia have started conscripting men. Oh, my God. So they're rounding up their own geezers and making them go out there. Innocent fucking blokes who aren't military. And there needs to be someone who's gone, look, for the sake of diplomacy and for fucking international affairs. Let's knock it on the head. Let's knock it on the head because we know China are going to be fucking pumping Russia up. And the US and the UK and France are not going to be pumping up. What are we doing? If I didn't know any better, I'd say we're building up for another world war. Or something. Some sort of conflict. Whether it'll be a physical conflict or it'll take place cyber attacks or whatever, it'll be something. Yeah, yeah. We, no one wants that. So let's find a solution. No one wants to agree on what that solution should be, but that's why you sit down and have these conversations. And that's the basis of my opinion yeah. of, of that war. war. War's horrible no matter what, no matter yes. where it happens. It shouldn't happen, but unfortunately as a species, we... Have to, or, we yeah. have to war, we have to war with other countries we have to fight each other it's just it seems like some deep ingrain in our in our psyche that fighting always has to come about because yeah. we're, ne- we're never happy with what we have i'm hoping that common sense does common, rear sense, its head. common sense died eight yeah. years ago but I, yeah we're not seeing it from anyone though are we we're not seeing anyone stand up and go we need to sort this out. We, everyone everyone in power seems to be quite happy to let this war continue. Yeah. While everyone in the countries that are surrounding them, their neighbours, or even just in Europe in general, and even in the US are like, stop sending them fucking money. We need to do something. The, the actual public money. want something done, but they the, the powers that be seem quite happy to fund a war, which if you're anti-war, you should be anti-funding one too. Uh, so that come up quite a lot, and that is probably the biggest story of the year, full stop. I don't think anyone, anything kind else, of, maybe the Queen. He's kind of died a quiet death, though, because apparently it's still going on, but I've not heard nothing about it for months. Yeah, everyone's put their flag in their profile and, oh, man. and virtue signaled. Went to the went to watch Within Temptation Evanescence eh, in Paris a couple of weeks ago, and both sets, they had to bring it up. Both of them, because they'd written songs for it. Weird. So both both bands had a song that's about the war. So they had to play it, and of course, when they have when they got to play that song, they have to spread their message. Like um, Sharon Danadoe, the lead singer of The Temptation, she came out with a fucking Ukraine flag, sang the song while waving the flag around. Weird. It's weird to me. Like it's, everybody it's also, else, it's not your nation's flag for a well, start. They're, they're fucking Danish. Yeah, it's, it's fucking bizarre. It's like it's not your nation's flag. In, in even 20, 30 years ago, it would have been weird to have you uh, a country that's not your own flag. Yeah, knocking about. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't really like the from like just the general vibe I got. No one else seemed that impressed by it either. It's yeah. just, it was just kind of like, hey, I'm going to force my political opinion down your throat while I have you for a second. But no one, no one went there for that. No, <laughs> That's the, no one. I went actually, there for until that. they played them, I forgot they even written those songs because that wasn't what I went for. It wasn't what my missus went for. I went to hear the fucking the bangers. Yeah, that's it. I came for the bangers and some of the songs I hadn't heard. I'm, I'm a bigger fan of Within Temptation than Evanescence, but Evanescence have got some fucking bangers. Yeah, that made they, they were heavy as fuck yeah. as well. It was great. You can't deny they've got some fucking tunes. So, um, something that we brought up that was again a lot of people asking about free prime ministers. That's another little one we can get out of the way because it was on our list of things. We've already spoke about it a little bit. I think there was a farce and a coup, and I think they always wanted Sunak. That's my opinion of it. Boris had to go because he was fucking useless. People... Yeah, but, yeah, but when you think he was the least useless of out the of three, three we've had. Nah, the thing, the thing is, you, you, what you're looking at right now is you're looking at a, part, a, a political party who doesn't want to give up power. People have lost so much faith in, in, in our current government that anything is better than this. Again, the conspiratorial side of me is they knew Boris had to go. They knew people didn't like Sunak. So they gave Trost a chance. 
So they put trust in there, knowing she would fail. Oh, so then you have to have Sunak, and I think yeah. that's I think that's what they did. I think they did that on purpose. Yeah, I think she was in on it too. Well, she probably yeah, she would she would have stepped down with her fucking prime minister's pension, basically forced to retire from politics, in shame, really, because she fucked up massively. Oh, it was fucking useless. But yeah, you can't really trust a politician in well, the UK. I can trust any politician. I don't trust. I don't trust the fucking politicians over here. Right. So my next song is gonna be Spring Hall Convert by the band Deer Hunter. Yes, <laughs> what did you what you reckon of that one? I like that man, yeah, it's got some it's got some really cool um sort of like hauntingish atmospheric vibes to it so we got a recent scandal on here that we've been emailed about and asked about which is balenciaga pedo scandal oh gimpy teddy bears and that yeah and it goes deeper than that i know a lot about this i dug right into oh, it i haven't dug in i, I, right I don't I, honestly the, the topic has not interested me in any way shape or form it's just people kicking off about a fucking kinky advert um so balenciaga cut ties with kanye west it did indeed and people were like who are fucking balenciaga a lot of people just went they're a silly fucking fashion brand because a lot of their stuff's like looks like bin bags and that like it looks fucking awful or like they've got jackets with one sleeve and people found these photographs of little kids in a room and the bed's got handcuffs on it and it's got kinky books on the side yeah. and the teddy bears all dressed up like he's about to get fucking bummed and whipped. And they were like, hang on a fucking Gonna minute. peg some Paddington. This is fucking weird, right? And they yeah. started calling him out. But then people started looking at their other photo suits where they've got a bird and she's got a foot on a desk. And it just looks like a chick with a foot on a desk. Right. The paperwork on her desk is a legal document about why you should be allowed to own child pornography a court case about like someone going against the american government about why they if they're not disseminating it and sharing it why are they not allowed to own it and people like why is that on the desk and then other little things like they'd have a book and the book is like some artist's art right and it's just his art book and it's on the side people like what is that art book open it up it's all kids getting diddled that's his art kids being spanked kids being tied up Kids being fucking force-fed food. Little boys with their pants down their ankles. Like, and it's like, okay, something isn't fucking right here. Something's Some, noncy at Balenciaga. Something's noncy at Balenciaga. And when they've presented this with celebrities, celebrities wouldn't come out and say, we disavow Balenciaga. They wouldn't. So it's like other things. They're going, we will not speak to Kanye anymore. He said something about Jews. Or a brand. Or homophobic. Well, that's it. We're not. We're not using them anymore. But this, they won't fucking speak have, out against. Have you seen there's like a certain sect of the internet that's trying to get people to boycott buying um, Hogwarts Legacy? Yes. Because of J.K. Rowling. Because J.K. Rowling believes that women don't have penises. She's yeah. kind of a... Or that women, that um, that only only pure women menstruate. That on, only women menstruate, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's her opinion based on bio- biology and genetics yes and genetics but i think with her as well with jk rowling what triggers that people as well is that when they came for her and said jk you can't say that she was like yes i fucking can and she's like doubled down on it and now it's like all she talks about is like here you go here's an article of a woman who got raped in the toilet by a man in a dress like now she like once they antagonized her she's just gone for it and i can tell you this person myself here will be playing the fuck out of Hogwarts Legacy. I don't like Harry Potter, but that game looks fucking good. Yes, it, it does. Looks re- the creator looks good. Yeah. The gameplay looks good. It looks like the, the world fact, is really fleshed out. The fact that you can do killing curses and fucking 
all this sort of shit. I'm I'm fucking down with like they're going they're going fully into yeah, it. Yeah, because you can be light or dark or whatever. Like you, you can, can choose yeah. to go dark wizard, you can stay light wizard, you can choose different like, spells you want to learn, you can choose how you want to fucking play it. Everything is. I, I, I watched my first Harry Potter film the other day. Um, you start at the beginning. No, no. I've seen glimpses of them though. They always used to be on at Christmas when I was younger. Yeah, my yeah. family would have them on and that. Which one? My missus fucking loves Harry Potter. I love me and me, when me and Amy went to London the other week. We went to the Harry Potter studio. Yeah, she wants us to go to this in Watford Harry Potter world. Right? Yeah, that's, that's where she said. Like, You've that's, got to at least watch that's, one. That's, that's where I went. So yeah. she put on Order of the Phoenix. It was. Oh yeah, that's a good. I was one. like, it's all right. It's that's a good one. That to me, I look at it and go, all right, well, Voldemort's fucking. He, he's Sauron, and I know I can spot straight away. I mean, Harry Potter is Luke Skywalker. I mean, it's just the fucking obvious to me. Parents. The Dark Lord took his parents, Vader, you know, lived yeah. with the auntie and uncle. Or not. To me, it's very, I can see where her influences come from. I'm not calling her out for it. And I, she's probably quite blatant with her influences, to be honest. Yeah. Because they're, they're there, you know, and, you know, this guy is serious black. He's, he's Obi-Wan. Like, it's very, it's very, very Star Warsy to yeah. me, it felt. It's Star Wars mixed with a bit of Lord of the Rings and, um, you know, the old Ballstool stories you used to get, the books about kids at school and all that. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just a mix of those. But yeah, I can see why people love it. I mean, I, I, I'd always say read the books, man. Because I've, 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 I watched the films before I read the books. Books are 100 times better, as they always are. Gives you more in-depth to the characters and, you know, explores the lore a lot more. Yeah, for me, when Harry Potter came out, the book, it's what my sister was into. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She was four years younger than me. And I was an edgy teen, and she was like eleven. Yeah, you wouldn't be caught dead reading. And, it. and it's like, yeah, I'm not reading fucking Harry Potter. And I just, it was, it was never anything I've took bothered me, to get into. It took me years to even watch a Harry Potter film, let alone read it. I didn't watch my first, my I didn't watch first Harry, uh, the first Harry Potter film I watched was Order of the Phoenix. No, uh, yeah, it was. I watched Order of the Phoenix. I went to America in 2009, and um, Half Blood Prince was coming out that year. Uh, well, I was over there, and like all my fr- all my friends that were there, they're like, "Oh, we're going to watch it because we love it. we love they love the films." So I was like, "I haven't seen any." So me and my friend Amy, we watched uh, we watched Order of the Phoenix, and then the next day and we went, went to uh, then the next day we went to watch Half Blood Prince. So I had a rough understanding of what I was getting into, and it wasn't until for about five years ago that I actually even read the books. But I read them all within three months. What 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 else I liked about that film? Just watching it, I like they sort of played on the nineteen eighty four fake news propaganda stuff with the fucking Harry's a liar, oh, yeah. part of the plotter and all that, and then yeah. the fucking evil cunt woman who takes over the school and he's being yeah, a cunt and lying on them all. I did like all that. Um, I thought Helena Bonham Carter murders the gay serious black. She murders him. She she's excellent in it. Oh, she's fantastic. She's really good in it. Um, she's one of those. She's one of those perfectly cast roles. Yeah, Snape straight away liked him, but it's Rickman, of course. Of yes. course, the fucking you can't like, Rickman. Yeah, and I went. I, I, my missus said, "Would you watch any more?" And I said, "I'm not going to go out of my way, but yeah, I would. I would. I don't know about the ones when he's still fucking ten years old and all that. I think um, the first two are probably the worst." But it's it's good to kind of find where it started, if you know what I mean. Just even just to watch it once, it's got some cool elements in it. Because because like I said, I've seen them on Prisoner of Azkaban's where is where it starts getting good. Cause it starts getting darker and more adult. Because yeah, when I was younger, my family they'd always be on, and I remember them playing giant chess, big giant chess set. I remember oh, yeah. that. I remember some trolls in the toilet, big fucking trolls coming out the toilet. Yeah, that's and right. and a few other little things like um, that was the first, that's only the Philosopher's Stone. Voldemort being a baby. And then that's, being on the back of some geezer's head, I remember that. Oh, that yeah, that's that's the baby bit is the um, 
the Goblet of Fire. Yeah, so I remember bits of it because yeah. w- when they, these would have been on TV, I was probably playing my fucking Game Boy Advanced or something, you know? Yeah, you're not paying attention. Yeah, not really paying attention, but they were, they were always on. And then I never really, it was never really my thing. I like all the masks those nutters wear. The Death Eaters, what yeah. they're called. I think that, yeah. I think it's a cool aesthetic. I think like they look good. I like the fact that the the uh, kid's dad is basically a fucking anime villain with the blonde <laughs> hair, the fucking yeah. like white hair. Like I can see why people are like it's wholesome for kids. It's not filled with fucking all sorts of weird messaging messaging stuff. It gives you it's, like I think especially with like the the early parts, like the early films. It gives it gives young children like uh, a hero. That's their age. It does, yeah, it does. It gives it gives people that, and um, and he's the underdog as well because you know he's, he's he's he starts off as like an orphan who lives with his hateful um, yeah, cupboard or whatever it is. Yeah, right? auntie, and, auntie and uncle and stuff like that. He's he's um he's James and Giant Peach lives in a fucking yeah. shitty little fucking cupboard under. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, another element she's probably taken from like little elements. I think you can like see that. where she got inspiration, but putting it all together like that and crafting all that lore that's hard that's the hard part and the fact that ever, even after she finished the the books she still further crafted the lore yeah they're pressuring her to write more aren't they Warner yes Brothers. they are they want they want to carry they want to carry on with the harry potter series they but... want him potter and she's like but well, oh, i kind of buried the character i got rid of I... well this is the thing she finished it where she wanted to and it kind of you know it meant it just meant that everything was kind of chilled if, if, if... but yes it was never anything i've expected to like but i watched that film and went oh this ain't bad this ain't shit. I always went Harry Potter shit. That's always been my opinion of it. You yeah, know? nah, it, I, I was, I was of that mind originally as well until I watched the. The fan base hasn't done any favors for that as well, and they're like, "You're such a Hufflepuff and all that." To each other. <laughs> Fuck off, you mug. He's like, "How dare you? I'm a Ravenclaw. How dare you?" <laughs> I did see people online calling each other Mudblood a few years ago, and I never knew what that was. Oh, yeah, like, oh, they're being racist. I know exactly what they're on. Yeah, now I know what they're talking it's a about. Racist term. <laughs> Yeah, fucking yeah. muggles, mate. <laughs> but yeah, it's quite quite funny. So yeah, so we had that. We had the we spoke about Balenciaga. What else have we got before we did the next song? Oh, we can just jump straight into the next Let's song. Jump into the next song. Yeah, so we, we still we still got turn, we still turn. got a few. We're only halfway through the songs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so band number three, which was my band number one last year, so they slipped down two places. But they still get a lot of play for me, and I'm going to see them the end of next month, and I'm fucking hyped for it yeah. man. i'm so excited to go see him this is uh sleep token second track off their first album this is called the offering i like i like his voice is fucking incredible the music's good but his voice is incredible yeah really good and i see he sounds like that live man i can't wait to hear it yeah so I'm going to get this story out of the way. Yeah. Because I know you don't know much about it, which is Nancy Pelosi's oh, yeah. husband, sex hammer attack. It's a weird kink, isn't it? Is it t- are they tied to Balenciaga? No, but Nancy Pelosi is uh, part of Biden's little group. and I know the name. I've heard yeah. the name. I can't think of what The old, the old she hag. She's, she's an old hag. Oh, really? Always getting... Her husband always seems to win at the stock market. It's very strange. Oh, that's that, convenient. And then laws it? seem to get passed that help out the companies wow. he's in. And she's in control of all that and has been no for way. a very long time. That's, yeah. that's awfully convenient, it's isn't very it? Very convenient. But it was rumoured that he is a bisexual man for years. Was this a gay sex pie? Someone attacked him with a hammer and he had to call the police. Someone broke into the house and attacked him with the hammer. When the police got there, they found him. He had been hit with a ta- hammer. In his underwear. They found the attacker in his underwear. And they found another man in his underwear at two in the morning. 
No one got their pants off. And maybe they were having hammer sex. I don't know. Maybe there was some Ooh. bondage, some beating going on. No one maybe. really knows. They suppressed this story in the media very, very quickly. Maybe quick. they're getting their balls hit. Yeah. Little love taps with the claw and with the hammer. The... They what sort of hammer was it? Was it a ballpoint? Was it claw? Just a little, little hammer, yes. Oh, just a, a tiny hammer. A mallet or something, yeah. Oh. He'd been hit, though, and he'd been cut on the head and whatever oh, okay. else. The other man was allowed to leave, and they arrested the guy responsible. And then straight away they started going, he was an ultra-maga Republican hitman. But then when they started showing pictures of his address, he had Black Lives Matter posters all up over his windows. He lived in a commune for hippies and nudists, this guy. Okay. He was also someone who used to marry polyamorous couples. Definitely not, or truples even, whatever. Yeah, he used yeah, to marry yeah, polyamorous yeah. units, I think they call them. Yeah, yeah. Right? Definitely not an ultra-maga QAnon Republican. No. The, the son of this guy said that his dad was a bisexual and that this was probably a sex thing. The son's like 19. He said, I don't, my dad's from Canada, I don't really see him that much, but this was probably a some sex thing. And it has all been hushed up and kept quiet. And something was definitely fucking going on there. Right? When the police get there, there's a small little Asian fella in his pants. The, the husband and this geezer with a hammer. And like, okay. But straight away, they would have known who he is. He's yeah. fucking, you know, he's married to a very powerful woman. They knew yeah. to keep quiet. And uh, from his transcripts, when he phoned the police, he said, I've been hit and I need medical assistance. I've been hit with a hammer. Um, the guy's name says the guy's name the name of the attacker and he goes he's here with me uh, he's a friend and they're saying oh no he was out of it he was out of it it seems a bit I don't know what the fuck this is a bit weird it's, it, the whole the whole transcript just seems a bit weird he's like yeah he's here he's chilling hit me with a hammer like is it None of that seems none yeah. of that rings right to me and he was like I, do, I need medical sense attention I'm not I'm not feeling well I've been hit with a hammer and they're like, well, who, who's there with you? And he says the name of the person who was the attack. Why would he know his name? Yeah. He says, he's a friend. He's just a friend who's who's staying with me or is here with me or something along the lines of and that. And he hit you with a hammer and you're you're just called a chill with him. Like. The police, the, well, the statement says the guy broke in and was like, where's Nancy? And beat him up. That's that's what the, that's what the official narrative is, right? <laughs> but it seems like this guy was having some sort of kinky sex party that went wrong. Someone, 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 he, someone, someone said the safe word and it wasn't heated. The safe word was Biden, funny. <laughs> bind it, bind yeah, it. Bind it, bind it. Oh, fucking hell, bash it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, very fucking strange story, that. Very strange story. So I, I don't know what the fuck That's was going on. so weird. I'm not even sure I can gather what the truth is behind that. Because then it's hard as well, because this could all be bollocks, the stuff that's being... Lee, it is, but it's very true that you can look this guy up and he was marrying nudist, polyamorous people and right. lived in a commune. He lived on a bus in a commune. So yeah, just a, just a, a swinging hippie ended up in a, in a in a three-way fucking gay fest with one of the most powerful women in the world's husband. Yeah. And some other random chap who's not been named. Yeah. And this is after he got into a car accident. So a few, about a year ago, Paul Pelosi got into a car accident and there was another man in the car with him at the scene who fled the scene and boy, has never been discovered. Boy was getting roadhead who's getting, and had an accident because he was enjoying it too much. And, and people were saying that about him back then. He's very much into the gay scene. 
um, you'll often find him in gay bars, the husband. Really? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just here for gay rights. It's like, okay. I think we know... His gay rights. His gay rights to fuck as many dudes as possible. Yeah. Fair play if that's what he wants to do. Oh, yeah, no, no, no fucking shame in here, buddy. Do but, what you got to do. But, but smearing a politician is always fun. Oh, of course. And, uh, fuck him. Yeah, and that well, seems... Well, he won't, but... Yeah, <laughs> that seems to be the ins and outs, whether, whether or not it was a MAGA Trump supporter who did it, or... A gay love act gone wrong, we don't know, and we'll never know. No, because I'll be swept gonna... under the rug and go, "Wait, that never happened." What are you talking about? Yeah, they're never even going to mention it again. Um, so I'll play my next song. Yeah, go for it. The Smiths. Ah, and I'm going to play their song "William." It was really nothing because I think that's a bit gay as well. So it makes sense with what well, we just spoke we're about with Morrissey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got to rip the band-aid off here. We've had a lot of questions about Kanye. What do we think he's up to? What is his end game? Has he lost it? And I have a theory that he's trying to get sole ownership of his work. Because what he's saying, what he said, has gotten him out of all these fucking contracts. And he's had to pay a middleman all the way through that. But now, suddenly, he's dropped. He's persona non grata. But he has sole ownership of everything he's ever done. And when he's talking a lot about these Jewish cabal that's around him, right? when he's saying this... A lot of what he's saying is like talking about management, talking about record labels, talking about people that were getting him TV deals and taking a piece of the pie. Yeah. Very hard to get out of those contracts. Yeah, yeah. Say something nasty about the Jews and suddenly they're all like, fuck you. We are dropping you, sunshine. We are dropping Can't we you. That? So legally he's out of all these contracts. So when Kanye drops another album... You know it's going to be fire. You know people are going to jump all over that fucking album. He's creating controversy to sell records. I think so. I think that's what it's all I about. I mean... He's a fucking lunatic. He's a smart man with business. I think he's smart as fuck. I think, I think people have misinterpreted a lot of what this is about. I think with Kanye, this is uh, directly him getting out of contracts with shady cunts that he doesn't want to deal with. Because a lot, again, like the anti-Semitism side of it is just him crit criticizing people who are also Jewish and saying, well, it's a Jewish lawyer that fucked me on this deal. It's a Jewish record label that did this, and it's the Jewish guy from this TV show. And they're all like, oh, no, he can't fucking say that. He's like, can't say that. And they're all dropping it, and everyone's going, I can't believe they've all dropped Kanye from all these labels, and he's lost billions from it. He hasn't lost physical money. He's, he's lost, lost he's billions lost in... revenue. What, 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 future earnings. Yeah, but now, if he wants to release trainers, and he does it for himself, and he gets his own fucking trainer factory, and he pays his own staff, and he, he now... All of the revenues is, yeah. and I and they're gonna sell because people aren't not people aren't suddenly not listening to his fucking music. I don't know who listened to his music in the first place but personally, but he's got a couple of good songs. People still listen to that. They're not thinking about it. They're not sitting there going, "Fucking Michael Jackson diddled his way across the universe." Let's get in there and have a yeah, go. Yeah, everybody cringes when you put on lost profits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's other songs that bit of Gary Glitter comes on. People don't even fucking think about it. He's in prison. I didn't he realize is. that. Yeah. I didn't realize he was in prison. He's, he he's due out next year, apparently. But he is due out very soon. I didn't yeah. realize he was in prison. Yeah. So, I guess it's time for the next song. Next song, my number two, a band that I didn't expect to see him in my top five. So, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. They brought a new album this year. They bought. I think they bought like two or three albums out this year. It's like one good track on. It. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, they've changed a lot over the years. They've not been as good. Well, as they got they, they got their old their not their old guitarist because their original guitarist died years ago. But John Frusciante's back again. The man holds the world record for the most albums released in a year. He released like twenty albums in one year. 
fucking mad. So it looks like they've done the same thing with him, with them, because they've released like two or three albums. If he's year. writing a lot of music, though, then he, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's going to be understandable. But to be honest you, yeah, this isn't, Chili's aren't what they used to be. They said, we're not talking like Californications or by the way, you know. Yeah, and he's had a lot of fucking controversy, Kedis. The pedo stuff's come out about him. Really? Yeah, there's I've a song that. he wrote, and it was about a 14-year-old girl that he was dating. And it's all come out of the woodwork recently, and people are like, hang on a fucking you know minute. what the song was called? I can't, I can't remember what song it is. It's, it's, it's quite an old song. I hope it's not the one I picked. It's quite an old song. Because <laughs> um, I've gone, I've gone proper, because I love, I love the Chili's old stuff. <laughs> Chili's <laughs> old stuff is amazing. But yeah, it's one he wrote, it's about fucking underage girl that he fucking got hold of on tour, and he can't stop thinking about her or something really? like that. Yeah. And, it all come, and he had all this in his books, though. He wrote, you know, all his books, him having a threesome with his dad and a prostitute and all that. People didn't notice about him. Like, yeah, in... Early days, Chili's man, they were fucking, all, they were wild as hell. Yeah, you know, it's it, it, their their history's darker than than just as like Motley Cruises, in a way. Yeah, very dark, but less chronicled. But yeah, I went through old, not old, old, but my favorite Chili Peppers album, which is Mother's Milk. So I gone for, uh, I, I was going to go for my favorite song off that album, which is uh, Good Time Boys, the first track. I changed my mind, and I went for uh, Stone Cold Bush. I'll be honest, not a big fan of the chilies. Nah. Uh, Earlier chilies the better for me. Oh uh, yeah, no, for me after um their first album, Red Hot Chili Peppers and uh and Stadium Arcadium, I'll listen to even one hot minute. I think I think it's got some really good tracks on it. It's got some crap tracks they on it. They do have some iconic songs as well. Like if they come on, I'm not fucking pissed off that they come on no. you know because they're fucking iconic tracks and a lot of them remind me of being a kid which is when they were really big yeah, yeah. a lot of them remind me of being younger and he's coming on and you've been your dad's car or something it's just on the radio and all that you know like i said californications by the way by the way were two of the first albums i ever bought so you know that holds big memories for me those two albums yeah i just remember the californication fucking music video it's like crazy taxi yes. and, and loving the video like really liking the video yeah yeah yeah, no, they're all right. Then. I mean, I I give them some stick, but I think that's because I I, fuck it, I don't like Keatus. There's something about the guy. So we ain't got much of our topics left. So I'm thinking either I'll play my next one and we cut this one short, and then we do our next two topics, which are the big ones to talk about, I think. And uh, and then that's the end of that. So the, the next song I'm going to play is by easily one of my favourite bands of all time. And this is the Brian Jonestown Massacre. Oh, yes. And this song is called Mary, Please. And it's one of my favourites by them, oh, too. Cool. Yeah, so that was my number two. Um, I'm not shocked at my number one, which we'll get to in a, in a bit. But we do have a couple more topics to talk about. And this is one that, before we went on air, you said you wanted to talk about, which is the World Cup in Qatar. Yeah, man. I mean, it's there was all there was all the controversy that was coming up before before they were going there. You know, you had everybody saying boycott the uh, the World Cup because of the yes. I mean, has there there are some there are some things in those Middle Eastern countries that are a bit dodgy. You know, their um, their human rights laws, their um, their stand on gay rights and stuff like that, and it, it you know, the, you know that sort of things likely to get you stoned over there. And yes, all that sort of yeah, shit. And it's illegal. So yes, it's illegal, and you know, people were told at the time to behave themselves. 
because that's the law over there. And you know that it, it, you may not agree with it. I don't agree with it. But when you're in another country, you respect their laws. I mean, I would expect a, a universal body like FIFA not to put it in a country where any fan could be in danger for their who they are. Paycheck. But they were corrupt as fuck and did whatever the hell they wanted. Paycheck, paycheck, paycheck. I a did, lot of money was thrown at them for that. I did find that the English media's focus on the gay rights thing over the migrant workers that died a bit insulting to me. Because they know most people will care about the gay thing than they will about the Because thousands of fucking migrants were basically slaves and earned nothing and died there. And that, to me, was more egregious Extreme than, their, heat than their gay rights. Like, I know these countries have appalling gay rights. It's a reason why gay people tend not to live there. That's why they flee there. <laughs> yes, yeah, why if they are gay, they get out. Yeah. Do I think we should be protesting it? Absolutely, to some degree. Correct. Do I think waving a rainbow flag about over there is how you protest that? No. I think if two or three big teams said we won't play our games there. Well, they were told, eh? There, there were players that they were told that you were not allowed to wear your armbands or you would get an automatic yellow card straight off the bat. Yeah, so they all took them off. Yeah. I don't know. Imagine if France, one of the biggest teams in the world, said, because of this, we're going to play our games in a neighbouring country. We're not actually going to use your stadiums. We're going to play our World Cup qualifiers. They probably told they wouldn't be allowed to participate in the competition. If the uh, press, if the countries felt strongly about it, and then suddenly France, Belgium, England, Spain, Italy, USA, Portugal, Japan, Argentina, Brazil, all the fucking big teams, if they all just pulled out and said, we're going to play each other in our own cup at the same time as the World Cup's on because we don't want to play in Qatar, you know 100% all the sponsors, TV deals, they'd all jump along with it, they'd make a load of money from it, and they'd actually make a fucking statement. So like it could have caused a real fucking could uproar. have done, but they w- wouldn't. They never they would. Did, they were never going to leave the money on the table. I mean, I'm in in certain terms. I'm surprised with how things have gone this year. I'm surprised Russia was allowed to compete. So am I, but Qatar probably wouldn't have an issue with them no, they're competing. Fuck, That's like, the other but, thing. But then you look at how the uh, you look at how the how the competition went. It's considered one of the best World Cups in a very very long time in terms of the style of play and the games and the, the suspense, you know, it was apparently, I, didn't, I only watched like maybe one or two little, one or two games of it, but apparently it was an amazing tournament to watch. I watched the England games and I watched the final. Yeah, apparently they were great, they were great bits of football to watch. Great final. Yeah. Really, really, you know, so you, thr- thrilling fucking game of yeah. football in the final. So that's one that, you know, so that goes in its favour and there was literally, there was, there were no fights, there was no crime, there was nothing. Yeah, all that rapes, looting, it was pickpocking, none of it. None because they weren't allowed, well, one people weren't allowed to drink. Their stance on crime over there—it's not like when they had World Cup in Brazil and everyone was getting fucking stabbed and shit. Because their crime level is awful and the police yeah. are shit and they're bribed. While they are a corrupt country in many, many ways, the one thing they don't stand for is fucking crime. Yeah. And if you are caught stealing, you get your hand cut off or whatever. Yeah. Like the, the penalties are high. I think it had its its pros and its cons in terms of how it was presented and how everything was handled. I mean, look, I, I couldn't help but see every every single Japanese game there was. They the fans stayed behind and helped clear the stadium. They did, yeah. Like, but they did that. They've done that every single competition that they've been they've qualified Olympics, for. Olympics, everything. They do it everywhere. Yeah, because it's just what they taught. We went when we when Amy and Amy went to Japan like a couple of years ago. Now we struggled to find a bin, but the streets were clean. Mm. Like, it was not a speck of rubbish on the on the ground. We're like, how is this so clean? But there's no bins. We had to go down into the subway to get like to get to catch a train, and that's when we found a bin. Yeah, and I think they're one of the countries that has the chewing gum penalty. 
you know, like you see them round specks of yeah. old gum on the floor. Yeah. Like if you're caught spitting gum out on the floor in Japan, it's like a fucking like five grand fine, like wow. straight off the bat. I mean, it's something crazy like that. And there's a few other countries that have that law. Like you, that's the one thing they like above other littering. They go mental over the chewing gum. I'm not surprised. It's it's horrible. They get get, some, get, get out in shoes. It fucking just burns in and it's hard to get off. And I, I know there's another country that just banned chewing gum outright to combat it. Really? Yeah, it's what you can't buy it here anymore. Done. Wow. Out. But no, like, I don't know, the World Cup was uh, very controversial. There was a lot of virtue signaling, though, that drove me out the wall. That prick of fucking shredded money. If David Beckham oh, doesn't really? pull out, David Beckham doesn't pull out, I'll donate 10 grand to charity. It's like David Beckham's making about 40 million from being there. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it, the amount of money he does donate to charity and people were like your off. 10 grand is fuck all people were kicking off but it's just like yeah you know he's a gay icon and then he's going somewhere that prosecutes gays and it was just like fucking paychecks right but say he's a gay icon but he's a straight guy yeah. who's married to at one point one of the most desirable women in the world never saw it never me neither but she was you know yeah i don't think she was the hottest one in the lot Mm-mm. and he the reason he's a gay icon is because gay men want to fuck him. Is that what we're saying? Like, is that all it takes? Basically, like, yes. Yeah, so because they would love to rail him, because Bender's like Beckham. Yeah. They wanted to that's, fucking that's, have that's, him. That's the porno version. Eh? <laughs> yeah, Bender's like Beckham. Bender's for Beckham. And uh, yeah, because they want to fuck him, that he's a gay icon. But he's always been friendly. And and, yeah. and so is the missus. And the Spice Girls themselves have always been gay friendly. Yeah. I mean, Beckham, you look when the Queen died, eh? Yeah, all the other celebrities using their status to cut corners and get in front of the line. Beckham waited for hours in line like everybody else. Took pictures with all the people in the queue, yeah. entertained them, talked to them, never yeah. fucking told people to go away. Nope. He had his security with him, obviously. He didn't want people fucking all over him, but apparently he was polite as fuck all the way through it. Yeah. Got in there, tear in his eye, said his respects and fucked off. Yeah. Didn't make a big song and dance about it. Didn't want it announced. Didn't want fucking paparazzi all over the no. place. Just got in, waited a long time and then got out like everybody else. Yeah. Decent, decent, most other celebrities gent. didn't bother doing that. Decent gent, that man. Anyway. Yeah, you can't, you can't fault him for that. Great football player, great personality, really. Sounds dopey as fuck, though. Yeah. Well, then, when he when he quit football, there was all these Hollywood offers going in. I went, when they hear this cunt talk, they ain't gonna fucking. No. He's not gonna get any. But you can put him in a silent role. I wouldn't fucking yeah. have him. He ain't no Vinnie Jones. No, he's not. He's he can't carry himself like that. But I mean, he could do TV spots or be himself on talk he's, he's shows like, he's and all done that. Cameos but... and guest roles, like his interview that he did, him and Vic, Victoria did with Ali G, and that was quite funny. Yeah, she's quite funny as well. The yeah. missus, she's actually got a personality to her, which you wouldn't think from the image that she's crafted. Exactly. And the catwalk stuff. He's relatively being scandal free I know that bird there was a bird who said she slept and then it all came out to be money grabbing and bollocks and not real he's kind of played it straight laced yeah decent fellow doesn't get involved in fucking too much politics or anything like that but you can see his heart's in the right place no I've got no problem with David Beckham at all yeah don't hold the World Cup in these corrupt countries but then like you said it went without a hitch exactly that's one of the best ever with some of the best games ever and that honestly I, I like football I hate the culture Oh. And that's the problem with I it. hate the players. They're fucking pussies. A lot man. of the players as well are just fucking not. Cheating bastards. Like, can't be. It's, why, it's why I literally gave up on football and started watching ice hockey instead. Yeah, a bit like with me, actually. When my love for MMA took over, I kind of ditched football, you know. It's kind of... But I do yeah, like a good I, game of football. MMA is like, an easy transition when you're into wrestling, eh? It is very... And that's how I got into it as well. Ken Shamrock is what yeah. got oh, yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, Ken Shamrock. Yeah. Yeah, I've got no problem with football. I would say stay away from these corrupt countries. Uh, for the optics of it it doesn't look good no 
But what can you do? I mean, Russia have had it. Fucking Brazil have had it. South Africa had it when it was basically a fucking war zone. I mean, it's Argentina had it in the seventies when half the stadiums weren't even fucking built. I mean, it's it's not a new thing that corruption. But I'd like to see it end. Um, Speaking of the end, it's time for your number one band of the year, Scott. Well, my number one band is no stranger to you. It's just your <laughs> fault I listen to them. So yeah, straight away, you've, you've heard this band loads of times on the radio show. Sam's fault I've got I've listened to them so much. Got my dad into them as well. Yeah. Yeah, so number one for me, Drab Majesty. I'm waiting for their new music. It's going to be... They haven't released anything for about two years. Yeah. They're touring all the time. Are they? And they've done a lot of remixes of other band stuff. I keep seeing Drab Majesty mix pop up all over the oh, fucking okay, place. Cool. Yeah, so it's coming, I think. It's yeah, coming. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. But yeah, it's a song that's already been played on here before, but it's one of my favourites, and that's Dot in the Sky. Great song. Great yeah. song about uh, Heaven's Gate. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Let's get that one on. Much like you, Dread Majesty. I'm shocked Dread Majesty aren't in my top five, because I listened to them a lot. They were last year, weren't they? They were. They were like number three or something like that. I'm also not shocked as the amount of music I play and listen to <laughs> yeah. is like you a lot. It's it, like, it could be anything like you were surprised with the chilies being in there because you listen to so much fucking music that sometimes stuff creeps in. Like last year I had Nobuo Matsu and I was like, I literally have not clicked Iamatsu's music at all. I've not gone. I fancy Final Fantasy soundtracks. I've not done that. Yeah. But throughout the course of the year, He's come up so many times because I like so much of his stuff that he ended up like number two or three in my list. Yeah. Um, but no, I do like Drab Majesty. I, I want people to really support that band because they are one of my favourites. And I think Modern Band, that's been around for like the past eight years. Yeah, yeah. They're my number one Modern Band in the past eight years. Without fail. They're just so fucking good. And my music taste has kind of taken a bit of a turn this year. Like, I've gotten into country. As I, think yeah. I think I've mentioned on past episodes, like like country's taking started a big. watching Yellowstone, and it all started. No, it, was before, it was before that, man. It, I, I honestly, I, what it was, I was around mates. Uh, what earlier in the year? I can't remember when it was. I was around with my mates earlier in the year, and we were chatting, and he's just like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I just got into this artist this year, and he's like, all right, it's like it's this country artist. I can't remember which one it was, and I was like, country. He goes, yeah. He's like, yeah, it's really kind of opened up a little bit of a of a gateway there and I was like right okay and I was pissed at the time so what I did is I just went on Spotify and I just went country music and it's like country hits 2022 I was like cool save I just saved the playlist and then I was at work and I was just like why the fuck do I have that and all of a sudden it just kind of stuck going I was just like all country songs are about the same thing depression <laughs> yeah you're either depressed you've got a girl you've met in a bar, yep. drinking in the bar, your truck, or an ex-girlfriend. Sometimes it's, horses. Sometimes horses, not very often. <laughs> mostly about your truck. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, it's just, a load of it's really catching. It's just gotten me into a couple of, of artists. Um, Cult of Wall, I like. I really like Cult of Wall. That's a country artist. Maybe some Garth Brooks is decent. Do you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, Garth good. Brooks, yeah. Obviously Johnny Cash, but who doesn't like Johnny Cash? It's just yeah. fucking good. It's, it's good music. There's no way around that. Ah, um, uh, see, yeah, that's something because my old man's a big Johnny Cash fan, and so I've listened. I've partaked in some Cash over the years for sure. And uh, I think a lot of people though, when they think country, they think fucking achy breaky heart and all that, and they're like, that ain't for me, you know. And they're like, that ain't for me. And it's like, you're right, it's not for me either. <laughs> when I right? used to think country, I used to think Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> 
That's not even country. I know. Like that. The, the music video was all hillbilly it and shit. Yeah. So I to, when I was a kid, I used to think, oh, this is country music. It's fucking cut a Joe. But yeah, so uh, we did have one last thing to bring up. But I don't know if we'll bother with it. Drag queens talking to kiddies. We've had quite a bit of nonsense stuff on this already. Do you know what? This I bought this up at Christmas just briefly with um, when I was around Amy's. It's, it wasn't. It was only to a few people that everywhere else out of the room. But we were watching. There was watching like the best of British comedy and stuff like this, and it was like going through the years of the sort of like the characters you used to get in the nineties and the eighties, and two of the characters that came up were Lily Savage, yep, and Dame Edna Everidge, yep. Now, back then, no one ever bad an eyelash at drag queens or drag artists having this sort of sense. You know, Savage Dame, was a bit more blue. Dame, Dame Edna Everidge used was... to have audiences with, so they had like shows dedicated to that character, and she was funny as hell. Work, worked with him a few times, old uh, Barry Humphreys. Fucking hilarious cunt. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. Um Dane Edna was sort of different. There was a couple of shows. Some would be on at eight, which were less uh, dark. And then some would be on at ten. I remember. But then Dane Edna was kind of trying to play like a nan. Like like an old, older lady. Like like that. Lily Savage was dark. Was was gay culture on the TV. But Lily was Watershed. Only when he started doing himself, Paul. And I worked with him as well. Lovely boy, Paul O'Grady. Worked with him for years. I worked on his uh, his talk show, his five o'clock talk show, for years. And he dropped Lily after that. Yeah. And I don't think he's ever gone back to it, as far as I know. That's a shame, because I used to love Lily Savage. Lily's funny. Yeah. But I think the difference is, Lily Savage wasn't sitting there reading, I don't know, fucking... Yeah, but they're not, it's not the same sort of thing now. That's what someone else brought up in the conversation was, back then, they were very reserved. They weren't flamboyant cross-dressers. They were just very... Didn't have their asses out and all that. No, that, yeah. Now you see like RuPaul's drag, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, where it's like fucking over the top blown makeup and costumes, and that's that's the sort of drag queens you're getting. And it now. can get a bit, it can get a bit dark, it can get a bit yeah. moody. But now I seek that. I guess that's the difference, right? Taking that to a school, you're not giving the kids a choice. But when I was like eight years old, I was watching Euro Trash. Oh God! Do you know what I mean? like, that was on another level. But that was on at ten o'clock, and I was making oh, a should, choice to go out on my it. way to watch something yeah, like I remember, that. I remember you know? watching Euro Trash as a kid. You shouldn't have been watching no. it, but that's but, what it was. But I guess that's the difference. My curiosity was there, but then I guess people will say, "If the kids are curious, why are we hiding it from them?" True, but when you're going up, when you're going to schools with like three, four-year-old children. And then there's a bloke dressed in dressed as a woman. It's it can be a bit confusing for them. Because today I, I listened to um, Gordo. He was on a podcast called Buckshot, and they did a similar thing to what we were doing. And it kind of made me go, "Ah, oh, bollocks, we're doing that." <laughs> you know these topics. Which is why I went to the inbox. They literally did month by month the biggest topics of the month, and they spoke about drag queens on that. And he brought up a fucking. And I want to bring my own thoughts to the table, but he brought such a good fucking thing up about this drag queen story time. And he said. They say it's for inclusion and diversity. Why is it not a trans person then? Why is it an adult performer? Why is it not just a person who's locally who is trans coming and speaking to the kids? Why is there's it? A few, there's a few over here. Why is it a drag queen? And then the other thing he said is, if it's for diversity and to make kids go, well, other people exist in their life, why is there not women who are into STEM fields who have made something of themselves in the sciences coming in because they're different? Why is not a plumber coming in and doing it? Hmm. Why is it that they've gone straight with fucking drag queens? And he's got a point. Especially the one that the one that was brought over this year. There's been some dodgy shit fired up about that. About guy. that person, yeah. And they were they were here on the steps, fucking posing when I came home from work. <laughs> 
Yeah. And they were like, don't walk down the steps, don't walk down the steps. And I was like, actually, I just want to go home. Yeah. So I did. And they got funny with me about it. The woman, one of the women who runs it, she was like, oh, you can't do that. It's homophobic. And I was like, what, walking down the stairs? Like, you want to have your photo time, do it on other people's time. Don't do it at lunchtime when people are running and back from the shops and all that. Yeah, you're obstructing people. Yeah, and I was try- and I wasn't trying to be a prick. I didn't like walk through the centre of them. I walked to the side out of the way. Like well, the fact the fact that those stairs are divided into two sections, just use one section. But they want to take up the whole thing, dancing across it and all that. And then that particular drag queen has been called out for some stuff online, which is like advocates for uh, sex with underage children. Yeah, but as it was brought up on our live stream, uh, Rosie brought it up. Child beauty pageants too. Oh god, that shit's sickening. That and and people don't seem to even ever bring that up. That shit's fucking disgusting. Yeah, you little girls in their pants and thongs and shit dancing around. It's disgusting. Yep, I don't want to see that. I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> what was it? Um, was it? Is it John Brene Ramsey? What's her name? The little girl that went missing. She was she was a beauty pa- uh, like child pageant queen. That uh, was it. Was it? Yeah, she disappeared in ninety six. They reckon the family uh, killed her and hid the hid the body in that. They said that some sort of like weird guy was in their garden or some shit. They come out with some sort Massive, of... Massive, loads of shit. But... Her body was found in the basement. But there was um, Project Veritas, which is uh, like an investigative group that released loads of stuff. And they do good work when they do it, but they, you can see their political linings, right? Yeah, yeah. But they had this guy and they recorded him and he literally looked like Mr. Slave from South Park. And he sits down and he's like, yo, it's Chris Sachs. We're teaching our kids about Chris Sachs. And they're like, what ages? And he went... 13, 14, up to 18. Uh, we have them come in. They talk about STDs. They talk about uh, butt plugs and whether you should use spit or lube. And he's there. I always... In fairness, though, that's nothing your children cannot find online. It's not, but this is a school that you pay 50 grand a year to send your kid to private yeah, school. Very true. And they're sitting there for an hour every week talking about butt plugs. It's a bit... It's a bit what yeah. am I fucking paying you for? Yeah. And, yeah, and, and when they were like, did the parents kick off about it? And he was like, what's the kick off about? He didn't see it. As, he was like, what's the kick off about? It's queer sex. It's lovely. What's wrong with queer sex? Why would you have a problem with queer sex? I've got a problem with you telling 13-year-old kids about it. Oh, yeah, I've got a problem with you talking about spitting on a butt plug and shoving it up your ass to a 13-year-old. Period. Whether it's at school. Yeah. The weird thing is, though, if he had sent that as a message over fucking online messenger to a 13-year-old, he would be getting arrested. Oh, fuck yeah, he would be. So why is it allowed in school? Why is it as an oh it's an educational purpose? Yeah. Is the is the local nonce going to go? No, no, I was only showing her a picture of my dick for an educational purpose. <laughs> she needs to see an erect penis at some point. Like yeah, she might as well be fucking five. Fucking absolute absolutely vile stuff. Kids will always stumble across stuff on their own that they shouldn't see. I think the difference is you're putting them in a position to see it deliberately versus them finding it on their own. own. Some kids are going to be gay. Do I think those kids should be shut out and not learn about that stuff? No, but I think that. There's a difference between the school having leaflets on different stuff that the kids can go and pick up the leaflet and go, here's the local charity that's trans, phoning them themselves off the back of the leaflet and then asking them to come to school and speak to them in the counsellor's room than going, every kid in this class needs to learn about getting your cock and balls cut off for transgender issues. Like, I think there's a big difference and I think we need to allow the kids to have the opportunity to look at that stuff if that's what they want to do. 
When I say look at that stuff, I don't mean look at fucking people getting rammed or something. Fucking, the, the internet is literally a minefield of whatever the fuck you want to find. Yeah, I grew up without the internet, and you'd always sort of find someone's stash of pornos and have a look through them and all that, like... Someone's uncle would always have a fucking stash, and then you had to find it, so they'd bring the magazine in or whatever. You'd bring it up the park, and fucking all, all look through it. You'd always find porn in the park when you were a kid as well. I don't know if you ever noticed nah, that. No, nah, I've never noticed that. Honestly, you always find, like, you go in the bushes and there'll be a porno mag there, and it's like someone's literally coming around a wank. Like when you're a kid, you're like, oh my god, look at this, look at it, and you're fucking showing it to your mates and all that. Why was that? Why was that there? Yeah, why was that there? Because who who brought it there? And why is someone <laughs> who going supplied to the... this? But what I always thought it was, it was like someone who's more like you're like twelve and you found it. But the person who went there for a wank is obviously someone who can't do it at home. So it's probably another teenager, like a fifteen yeah. year old, bought it from the local shop, just gone to the bush. bush, gone to the bush and had a wank because they can't do it anywhere else. And then they, I'll leave it here and I'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> Only to find that a bunch of twelve-year-olds have found it and stuck it all up the wall and yeah. put uh, two put two pages in their pocket or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, kept them for home. But it is a far, it is a dark, dodgy subject. And the reason it's on our list, I think, why people ask me because it really ramped up that conversation this year. Really ramped up as like, what are we doing over here, especially? Someone pulled a fire alarm over here. Do you hear that? They had it in the library here, and during it, someone pulled the fire alarm in the library and they had to vacate the place. I didn't know that. And you know that's someone who's gone no. I'm not having this. I've seen I've seen a video from I think it was Texas of um, someone doing drag queen story time, and there was literally a massive protest. Like they they stormed the place and refused to let it happen. Yeah, it's a, it's a deep dark conversation, and then wh- who knows where this goes? I think with the amount of them that are getting nicked for being nonces at the moment. The thing that the problem is with the, with how this is being accepted, and again, this is not this is nothing against anybody that is a drag artist. It's a very easy place for nonces to fucking infiltrate. Well, this is the problem with these bathrooms, these allowing... Oh, unisex bathrooms. Unisex bathrooms. Is that creepy men are going to use this to abuse women and go after women and young girls as well. The argument from the LGBTQ thing is, well, they do that anyway. But now you can't question them being in that space. That's the difference. Yes. You've taken away the ability to question it. If you, Scott, decided to put a wig on and go and hang around in the ladies because you want to look at women's feet or something under the fucking door mm-hmm. and they go, there's a man in there. How dare you misgender me? The argument's gone. Yeah. Right. That's what we've done. That's the part we need to figure out before we start allowing this. I don't want a dainty fucking guy who's transitioned and got boobs and went living as a woman going in the fucking gents because something will happen to him. Mm-hmm. We know something will happen to you. You're going there at the wrong time. Someone's going to take offense. They're going to beat the shit out of you. For exactly. It. it just takes one wrong one to be in there. Yeah. And, then, and you're going to be intimidated. But then do I want women who have transitioned into men who still have vaginas and short little bearded ladies or whatever you want to, you know, they're, they're trans men or whatever. Do I want them in the gents with me and other geezers either? I fear for their safety too. Mm. Someone has a peep over the door and Gets she's, a bit shy. she's got a fanny or something. And so now you've got a bloke with a pussy in there i feel i feel something could happen to them too with the wrong cunt in the yes. toilet so and i'd imagine a lot of those It'd be worse as female well. to male transitioners are still using the ladies yeah i imagine a lot of them aren't even questioned they use the disabled or something they're not even going in the gents the gents toilets are fucking horrible 
They're horrible. They're not fucking nice places. They stink. There's piss on the floor. There's pubes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, the amount, of, the amount of people have such bad accuracy in men's toilets is yeah. ridiculous. I think people do it on purpose. I think so as well. It's like dominance thing. Like, oh, I'm going to piss, piss over the seat yeah. on the floor. I think it is that. It's like dogs fucking marking their spot. I think there's a bit of that involved when it's a public thing for men. Like if you want this toilet, mate, you can have it. Fights happen in them all the time. All the time, there's people getting the punch-ups in the toilet and shit. Normally, it's people trying to do drugs in there that get into a fucking scrap with someone else. Yeah. Gents' toilets are not a good place for biological women to go. And I don't think they're a good place for fucking transgendered women to go either. Mm-mm. Or transgender men. Yeah. There are a lot of gay men who wouldn't use a fucking gents in a pub for that reason that they're a gay man and they do not want not to on be the attacked. Pub, they use the public ones instead. And they, yeah. Well, they, they use certain ones that they. They don't use them to. They don't actually use them. There's a lot. There's there. a lot of fucking glory hole stuff over over here that I know about. I've heard about all the time, and it happens often here. Like I still remember the poor the priest, right? But the poor bloke who found it out the hard way. He was with his girlfriend or whatever. They were they were having a drive, and he's like, "Stop here and have a piss." <laughs> he jumps out the fucking car, goes to this public toilet at like two o'clock in the afternoon, which is the time they all meet up. He's in there with his knob out and the priest just comes out the fucking corner and starts trying to jack him off. He's got his knob out, trying to pull the geezer's pants down. Fucking <laughs> hell. Poor cunt, he must have run out of there. Maybe. Uh, well, my, my Unless man, he knew. He my man told me this story once. I think I've, I think I've said that on there before, I can't remember. But the, the toilet's up um, just down the Orphan Candy Gardens. They're not, toilet, they're not public toilets anymore. They're used for storage for the state's workers now. Hey, well, my, my man was working around there and they had no toilets on site, so he went down there for a piss there. Eh? Goes in, sits there. Oh, I think actually went for a shit. Maybe he went down, sat down there. Eh? All of a sudden, he sees the, he, he sees this hole. There's this hole in the in the in the, in the, in the, in the cubicle, eh? And a little hole in the cubicle. He's eye uh, to it. And uh, yeah, no, no. He literally, my man looks. He goes, "Yeah, someone go in, but no, no, like belt or nothing." So it's like the guy's just standing there. So my man, he sees this hole, and he sees this eye, and my man just goes, "Whoever the fuck is out there." You better be gone before I'm done here, or else you're getting a fucking hiding. And sure enough, all he did was quick shut the door open, quick shuffle the feet, and someone leave out the door. What and he just went, he's went, what the fuck is even that? <laughs> what the fuck is even that? Yeah, <laughs> daddy chill. <laughs> it comes up almost every episode now. That <laughs> Normally TN, but yeah, like I, I, I've said it on air at time with a gay guy, and I was, and it was in a gay bar, and the geezer was just yeah. trying to get in that toilet with me, got in there with me. Yeah. He pushed the door open, grabbed, grabbed an hold of me, like, and it was just like, Jesus, man. And he wouldn't take no for an answer, this cunt, like. Because you didn't follow the rules. I didn't follow the rules. I had the wrong hanky hanging out the back of my pocket. Yeah. I shouldn't have had my trousers down my ankles to go to the toilet. That's Yeah, pants shouldn't have been down around the yeah. ankles, ready to go. Shouldn't have done that. Right. Um, but no, like, it's a fucking, it's a weird one. And there is a level with all this stuff, gay stuff, straight stuff too. Mm-hmm. Kids don't need to know oh. about... They'll discover pegging or anything. They don't they'll anything. discover that on their own when they're fucking ready. The argument people are having is kids are getting more and more ready at a younger age. But because I, they, yeah, I be, avoid that. Because, I, I think that's a horrible argument, and it's a Nazi argument that. Because yeah, but the thing is, things are a hell of a lot more accessible now than when we were younger. Yeah, and perhaps we need to dial back on the access that kids have to certain things. But that comes from the parents. Parent, parental, parental restraint, like um, especially control with the on, on laptops and, and PCs and that. Especially with the internet. It's like my nephew wanted Cyberpunk for uh, Christmas. He's yeah, thir- so, uh, so you got that for him. He's thirteen. I got it from him, and I thought, fuck. Straight away, I was like, fuck. Like you open up your character creator with his knob out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Straight away, I was like. Oh shit! 
shit, but he's loving it. And he's he's 13, and he's at that sort of edgy teen, like early uh, teen. Yeah. And he's all right. And he's playing it with my sister in the room. Oh, really? So she's... Monitoring. She messaged me and went, you didn't tell me there was dicks in it. I said, I completely forgot. Completely. I, I really said, there's more than that. Really it's really early on. I said, it's more than that. You can bang women and all sorts of shit. I was like... And blokes. And blokes, yeah. You do anything you want. But even me, I, I completely forgot that that was in there. Because you yeah. do. But then when I was 13, I was playing the first Grand Theft Auto. I know yeah. graphically it's not, but... Not the same, but... It was wild for its time. Yeah. Running cunts over, shooting people and all that. It was wild. Killing prostitutes. Killing prostitutes. But there has got to be... I think it falls on the parents and the schools. I think that both the parents and the schools... Parental responsibility is a big thing. Yeah. Guardianship, whatever it is, you have a duty to protect kids from what they see. And if you're okay with them seeing it, I think that the government shouldn't be stepping in. I don't. I don't think there should be laws passed to like make parents not let their kids watch a movie that's a sixteen or an eighteen or whatever. Once it's inside your house, I think that's okay. Uh, it is still illegal to show kids pornography because it's classed as child abuse. Because so, it should be. So it should be. But you know, you can have a kid watch an episode of Game of Thrones, and is that classed as pornography? Or Westworld with a big fucking dick right? or something? Like, could they be breaking those rules as well? But I don't think they are. I think it has that's to be labelled as porn. That's softcore, and it, and it's and it's usually aired after the watershed. Yeah. So it's down to the parental discretion when that's. Yeah, aired. I think parental discretion needs to come into it, and then the consent with the school. I don't think if there are kids in the school that say no, our parents say no, to, drag shit or whatever. I think they should honour that, even if there are some that say yes. I think, the ones that say no shouldn't be forced to be involved, and maybe if enough of them say no, you just don't host it. If it's the local library and they those parents who want their kids to see it, take them there. That's on them. It is on the parents, but you do have to ask the question: Why the fuck does a drag queen want to be around little kids? That's why does the scout leader want to be around little kids? Well, it's a similar question. Well, he's already been arrested once in a different state, so yeah. So I think that's it for this one. I got my last song. Yeah, you have my last song. It's going to be no surprise to anyone who knows me that Suede oh, are yeah. my number one. Suede. They were, they were in your top... Were they number one last year? They were number one last year. And they've been number one every year, really. But um, So I'm going to play The Drowners by Suede. That's what I'm going to play. And uh, that's our year roundup and yeah, radio buddy. show. Or not radio show for those who listen to the non... Music or, version. The, the, the music-free boring version. Yes. Listen to the music one. Yes, listen yeah. to the, always listen to them. You might discover something new. Exactly. Right, so that's it then. It is now 2023, so we've had a look back at last year, and I think that's that's time for us to go. So, uh, peace. Bloop.